put Christian name tags on, and, and then we just kind of sang this song, I am a Christian, I am a Christian, I am a Christian. The question is, are you a Christian? And uh, how do you know you're a Christian? And just putting the label, I am a Christian on, does that make you a Christian? Does it make you a Christian if you just put uh, the label on? Because I think that it's true that uh, uh, what the label says, what the label says, and what is on the inside should match, right? What's it, what the label says and what on the inside should match, sometimes they don't match. Sometimes they don't match. Here's, here's I have a list of labels here. Think, people kind of put all kinds of labels on them. Here's a list of labels. Uh, radical, liberal, conservative, uh, friendly, or angry, or nice, or funny, or compassionate, or kind, or cantankerous, or helpful, or knowledgeable, or workaholic, or lazy, or loving, or sweet, or Christian. And uh, so if you're putting the name, if you call yourself a Christian, you put the, the name tag, I am a Christian, uh, what's on the inside should match. That, that doesn't always happen. That doesn't always happen. It should, they should match. But look at this. You ever, you ever eat these things? Delicious. I tell you what, man. This, this afternoon, while I'm watching the 49ers win, I might just sit down and open this thing up and just kind of sit there. But here's, what's it say? Fruity pebbles. Fruity pebbles. I bet I have not actually checked the ingredients, but guess is, there ain't a fruit in there, right? There are no fruit inside this thing, and I'm confident there's not a pebble inside of it, right? Because the only people that would put pebbles in there would be dentists that want to get money from you for cracking your teeth, right? And so fruity does not match it. That's the label, fruity pebbles. Here's one. Here's one. What's this one? Life. Um, in case you guys ever have to have awkward conversation with your children, uh, where do babies come from? Where does life come from? Right here. Life comes. No. Where does life go? This is apparently, um, you know, General Mills, right? They want you to know that if you eat this, you will have life. I don't think it matches. It just, the, the, the label should fit the inside. Here we go. If you really want to be, here we go. This is a fabric softener. Downy calm. I tell you what, a little sip of that in the morning, your whole day, just kids do not drink fabric softener. Don't do it. Okay. Um, because really, uh, nobody cares if you're calm or not. Uh, what everybody wants to know is if you have joy in your life, right? You want the, you want the label to match the inside. So, oh, you ever taste this stuff? Oh, just like lemonade. Never tasted it. Don't drink soap. Don't do that. It's not good for you. And so why would they call it joy? What good could possibly come from consuming or taking part of, you know, and doing dishes. How many of you get a lot of joy doing dishes? Grimy old dishes. And so, yeah, weirdo. Okay. Um, and so, but the, the label, the label should, the label should match. What's inside should match the label. I am a C. I am a C-H. I am a C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N. Okay. And so are you a Christian? Because what's on the inside should, if you tell people you're a Christian, if you tell people that, what's on the inside should match the label. So what does it mean to be a Christian? I tell you what, you guys tell me, what's, what's this illustration? If I kind of go, huh? Not baseball, right? Knocking it out of the park. Parents, parents, this sermon, parents, this sermon is for you. Because you should be able to, when you listen to today's sermon, already, tomorrow when they're doing breakfast, already you should be able to begin to instill some truth 
into your kids. And so I'm going to set these things all up. And then they're never going to remember me. They're not going to remember me. What they're going to remember is when you take these same things and you're at your kitchen table, you're in your living room and you repeat these things with your kids. So I'll kind of, I'll set them up for you and then you knock them out of the park later. Okay. That's the way that's going to work. And so what does it mean? What does it mean to be a Christian? Uh, Match your label. Here's a couple of more that are just kind of funny. And uh, maybe you remember these, um, uh, some of you that... What's cool about what's cool about those, right? Some of you remember those. Cool. Uh, what's cool about that? And then the other one, I think that's hilarious. Loves. Lo- you know what they put inside those things, right? You know what you know what goes inside those things. What's lovely about that? There's nothing lovely about that. And uh, I remember, oh man, the stinky old diaper pail. Oh no. All right. And so all of those things to say. All of those things to say. What is on the outside? If you're going to call yourself, you're going to live your label. You're going to live your label. Okay. How do we do that? How do we do that? I've got two ways that I want you to live your label. Number one is this, overcome evil with good. Overcome evil with good. Now, I need five volunteers, but before anybody comes up here, there is a prerequisite. Um, I need five volunteers, and the prerequisite is this. You must love chocolate chip cookies. You must love chocolate chip cookies. So I need, I can only do five. I can only do five. It'd be weird if I do more. And so I need, um, yep, you three right there. Come on up. I, yeah, sure. One of you guys come on up here. I don't, I need five, five of you come right over here. Come right over here. You're going to walk right over here. All right. And then I'm going to have you guys walk right over here. I got five. I got five. All right. Put this thing way over here. That's a hot mic. Okay, here we go. Line up. Right. All right, here we go. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, now, you guys love chocolate chip cookies? Yes. Oh, I'm so glad that you guys do. Because here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a little bit of fun. And uh, I don't have any chocolate chip cookies. <clears throat> but what I have is the ingredients for chocolate chip cookies. And I'm going to have you guys taste the ingredients of chocolate chip cookies. So, got these here. And uh, now don't look over this way because here's what we're going to do. I'm going to put a little bit of the ingredient, tiny itty bitty little bit of the ingredient on a spoon. Okay. I got five different spoons there. And then I'm going to have you take, close your eyes and then you're going to taste the ingredient and you're going to tell me what that tastes like. Okay. So we've got all the ingredients here. Got all the ingredients. And um, there's more than five ingredients. Well, I should I shouldn't actually say I have all the ingredients because uh, eggs eggs are an ingredient, and uh, and um, I didn't do any raw eggs because I thought that well that might make you sick. So, and then I'd get in trouble. And all right, who wants to go first? All right, stand right here and close your eyes. No cheating, and uh, we're gonna find out which one of these ingredients here. Okay, you ready? No, don't tell her. Oh man, this one's good. All right, open your mouth. Look at them. What's the ingredient? Salt. You're right. That's salt. How'd that taste? Salty, right? Yeah. How, you don't look very pleased. I asked you guys if you like chocolate chip cookies. Oh, thank you. Give her a big hand. Thank you. All right, here we go. Who's next? All right. 
Close your eyes. All right, I'll work on that. All right, I'm going to, all right, whoop. I'm going to have you come back over here. They, they want to see you. All right, turn right. You can have that. Uh, stand right there. Okay, are you ready? Here, open up. Chocolate chip, you got it. Nailed it, nailed it. All right. All right, who's next? All right, who's next? Come on up here. Close your eyes. You ready? Yeah. What's that? Sugar. Sugar, all right. Oh, have you ever tasted brown sugar? No. No? All right. Let me get this opened up. Ah. All right, close your eyes. Keep them closed. Ready? Mmm. <laughs> what is that? I know. That's flour. That's flour. You guys told me you like chocolate chip cookies. All right, are you ready? All right, here we go. Don't look. Don't look. No looking. No looking. We got one last spoon. No. All right, open up. Butter. Butter. Butter, butter, butter. All right. So... Listen to this. The uh, overcome evil, overcome evil with good. I asked them, the prerequisite was, do you love chocolate chip cookies? And they all said, yes, we love chocolate chip cookies. But some of the ingredients in that chocolate chip cookie, they go, ooh, yuck. What is that? Why is that inside of here? So how could there be something so nasty inside a very, very good chocolate chip cookie? Well, here's how that works, right? Doesn't the good overcome the evil in the chocolate chip cookie, the good parts overcome the bad parts in the chocolate chip cookie. And so we're to overcome evil with good. Why do we do that? Listen to this. Romans chapter 12, verse 21 says this, do not, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with Good. Sometimes bad things happen. Here's what you know. You already know that's true, kids. You already know it's true. Sometimes bad things happen. But just because something bad happens, don't let that be how others see you. Think about the chocolate chip cookie. There's some stuff in there, but you have to overcome evil with good. The good overcomes the evil. Listen to Romans chapter 12, verse 20. It says this. It says, If your enemy is hungry... Feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. And so what does that mean? That means if you're in a situation and uh, the uh, situation is uncomfortable and somebody has done something to you or or they uh, have treated you in a way that you don't like it, you know how you get back at them? Be kind to them. You be kind to them. That's what you do. When someone does something that uh, you don't like, when somebody treats you uh, poorly, when you try your best and things don't work out the way that you would like them to, then look 
for the good. Look for the good. You think about uh, your family and the people that love you. Uh, You think about friends that are kind to you. You think about Jesus and that he went to the cross for you. You think that there is a God that has created everything that you love. You love chocolate chip cookies. All of those ingredients come from God. All of those things. So you overcome evil with good. Life is always going to have hard parts. Life is always going to have bitter things. Things like flour. Yeah. Yeah, right? Uh, Life is always going to have some baking soda or baking powder in it that's, no, unappealing, yucky. But a chocolate chip cookie, you overcome evil with good. Does that make sense? Overcome evil with good. Parents, you can work on that one. You can work on that one later today. You work on that one. All right, here we go. I said there's only two things, only two things. Two ways that I want you to live your label so that the outside and the inside will match. Number one, overcome evil with good. Number two, speak right. Speak right. Be a gooder speaker. -er, Right? Speak right. Speak right. You use the right words to speak. Then what does that mean? What does it mean to speak right? Well, I need a volunteer. I need a volunteer. A volunteer. Somebody hasn't volunteered yet. Somebody hasn't volunteered yet. Come on this way. Here we go. Who we got over there? Morgan. All right, Morgan, while I set this up, I want you to see exactly what I have here. And uh, I have two pitchers of water. This is water that I uh, purchased out of the uh, uh, grocery store, a gallon jug. It's uh, not, um, it's not, uh, what's that called? Uh, um, no, um, there's drinking water and then, oh, it's not natural spring. Natural spring water tastes like dust. And, um, and then this is a pack of Kool-Aid, okay, cherry Kool-Aid, cherry Kool-Aid. And uh, this is same water, same pitcher. This is also a packet of uh, cherry Kool-Aid, okay? Cherry Kool-Aid, same amount of water in each of those, same amount of Kool-Aid in each of these. And I have two measuring cups here, and uh, they both have three-fourths cup of white granulated powder. One of them is uh, potentially sugar, and the other is potentially salt, and because you are a volunteer, you get to tell me which one you would like to drink. Don't choose poorly. Huh? Well, which one is it? You, you got to look at both, both of those. I mean, you, you could tell them apart, right? One was sugar and one was salt. And so all I'm asking you to do is, is just pick, pick the one that you want to drink. This one. <laughs> Make sure you zoom in. <laughs> now, if you just drink it all really quick, it'll make you, at least you'll be able to get outside before you, yeah, go ahead. You picked the sugar? Ah, well done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Listen to this. (laughs) Oh, here's what the Bible says. James chapter three, verse 10. It says, uh, uh, speak right. It says, out of the same mouth comes praises and cursing. 
My brothers, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? What's that mean? What's that mean? Uh, Should the words that we speak be truth and love and honesty, or should they be bitter and lying? Oh man, she, wow, wow, you got lucky. You go, right? Uh, Because here's the thing. How many of you felt that little bit of tension there like, ooh, did she, did she do the right one or the wrong one? The right one or the wrong one? You kind of, you felt uh, that inside of you. That's the same kind of thing that you feel and experience and sense when you hear people that aren't speaking kindly or they're using foul language and, and you understand those things. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 29 says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. I want to give you three examples. Uh, when talking to your parents, you don't get to back talk. You don't get to use any bitter language. You just say, yes, mom, no, dad. You say yes, and you agree, and you do what they ask you to do. And then if you want to have a conversation with them about that, you can have a conversation with them. Uh, but they are your parents, and so you don't get to, you, you speak correctly. You speak the way the Bible. Otherwise, uh, you're drinking Kool-Aid with salt in it. And it says, the Bible says, right? It can't be salty and fresh water at the same time. Listen to this. Talking to your friends, don't try to be cool or impress them. And when talking with people that you, uh, that you know they don't like you, how do you respond to them? How do you respond if you know they don't like you? I want you to think about this for a moment. Let's say you came across somebody that was lost. Okay, uh, let's say that uh, somebody was uh, kind of scooped up and they, they, they blindfold and they put him in an airplane, they fly him uh, to, uh, uh, to Colorado and they put him right downtown Denver, Colorado, and they've never ever been to Denver, Colorado before. And uh, you've, been, you've lived in Denver for a long, long time, and, and you, uh, but there's a place that you want to get to, but you're not exactly quite sure how to get to. And then, then you, uh, you know that there's this person that's never, ever been there before, and they've been wandering around for an hour and they're completely, completely lost, but you've lived there for a while. Is that the person that you would go and say, you know, uh, there's a store around here I'm looking for. Can you tell me how to find it? No, because they're lost. They've never been there. They're lost. They're lost. You don't go to the lost person to get directions. You don't go to the lost person to get directions. Listen, sometimes people will say mean things to you. And then you hear those mean things. And you let them give your heart directions as to how you are going to feel. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Why would you ask somebody, you consider the source. You say, if they're saying those mean things about me, they don't know me. They're not familiar with me and who I am. They're lost. And I don't take advice from lost people. Don't take directions from lost people. And so speak right. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. Here's, listen to this, James chapter 3, verses 3 through 6. It says, when we put bits into the mouths of horses and make them go and make them obey us, uh, we can turn the whole animal or take ships As an example, although they are so large and they are driven by the strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. 
Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider that a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. Three examples in a row. Small bit, steer a big horse. Small rudder, steers a big ship. Small spark, starts a big fire. It says the tongue also is a fire or a word of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole person. It's like putting salt in Kool-Aid. It sets the whole course of its life on fire, and it itself set on fire by hell. That means that when you have those evil thoughts and you want to say those evil things, they don't come from God. They come from the enemy. They come from the enemy. In conclusion, live your label. Live your label. If you're going to say you're a Christian, then let the inside reflect who you are. Let people see who you are. The way you do that, two things. You overcome evil with good. Evil comes your way, think of the chocolate chip cookie. Yeah, there is some bad in there, but ultimately I'm to rise up and be a Christian. I'm to be a Christian. And then when I'm talking to people and I'm responding to people, I need to make sure that I am speaking the way that Jesus would want me to speak. Listen, we're going to watch Matthew West. Matthew West is a singer, and uh, he sings a song, and it's called "Hello, My Name Is." And this is a great song. I want you to listen to it, and then when we come, then we've got one more point we're going to make here when we're done. regret I'm pretty sure we have met every single day of your life I'm the whisper inside that won't let you forget hello my name is defeat I know you recognize me just when you think you can win I'll drag you right back down again Till you've lost all belief Oh, these are the voices Oh, these are the lies And I have believed in For the very last time Hello, my name is Child of the One True Song I sing, hello, my name is Child of the 
last label, one last label that uh, we need to write on our name tag is the word forgiven. Uh, Because we are. Because of what Jesus has done for us. Um, We can't comprehend it. We've all probably been hurt by someone. Someone has betrayed us or someone has let us down or yelled at us. uh, We know what it is to be hurt. We have no idea what it would be to take on all of the sins of the world and take them to the cross and uh, to suffer that way. But Jesus did that for us because he wants us to know and experience his forgiveness. We take communion each week here, and uh, it comes in the form of those little cups and uh, little peel uh, labels, and uh, they don't really do it justice. They're symbols. It's symbolic. Uh, It really is supposed to have nothing to do with our experience other than to draw our mind towards the events of the cross. That when we take the bread, we are to remember that Christ's body was broken, pierced, he bled, his blood was shed. When we take the cup, that he spilled his blood for us, that we could be forgiven, that we'd be made right with him. We are forgiven. If Jesus is your Savior, you're forgiven. And then he wants us to live the label of all of those things that we are set free and that we are redeemed. And he wants us to live that way. We're going to enter into a time of communion right now. I'm going to pray and I want you to focus on what Jesus has done for you. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we, uh, we thank you for all that you have done for us and in us. Father, we know that all of us are like a chocolate chip cookie and that there is stuff inside of us that we don't even like about ourselves sometimes. And we thank you for for making us right. Father, we ask that we'll be draw we would be able to draw near you and feel your love, your comfort. We ask this in Christ's name and amen.
want to uh, make a couple of announcements. Um, first, check your bulletin, see things that are going on during the week. Um, we want to uh, celebrate and uh, and praise uh, the Lord. Um, our good friend down here, Bob Gibson, got a, a good report from the uh, uh, the doctors, and the uh, I think they did. What'd you say about eight thousand four hundred different tests on you, and uh, you are uh, been officially declared cancer-free, brother. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's, uh, um, so we're we're happy, and uh, God is good. And he wanted uh, us to uh, let you know that He appreciates uh, all of the prayers that you have sent His way. Um, we want you to know that uh, there are several ways that you can give to the church, and. Um, uh, our church has an app. I don't know if you've got our church app downloaded onto your phone. The church has an app, and uh, then you can have access to uh, uh, things that we have a kind of a directory of things like that. And if you're ever wondering, oh, I want to get a hold of so-and-so, and you want to find their phone number and things like that, that's um, when you get connected to the church app, some of those things are available to you. And uh, the best way I could tell you to do, go about doing that is talk to Laura, and she can uh, help you get uh, connected on the church app there. And then through the church app, if you'd like to be able to give uh, to the church, there's information about that as well. And uh, otherwise, there's a box out there in the hall, and um, uh, we appreciate uh, um, everybody uh, doing what Jesus wants us to do and giving that way. Uh, one more thing. Uh, immediately after church, uh, there is a potluck down there. If you didn't bring anything, that's okay. There's some extra stuff down there. And um, you can make your way down there and um, uh, have fun with that. And so uh, without any further ado, uh, let's pray. And uh, you know what I'm going to do right now? <clears throat> I'm going to take the fast track. I'm going to pray for the potluck meal right now. And we're not going to pray again when we get down there. And we're going to trust God's going to just carry this one with us. Okay? So let's pray. Let's pray together. Father, we are blessed. Uh, We ask that you would watch over our congregation. We ask that you watch over the individuals that are here. Help us to uh, dial into you more. Be the people that you want us to be. Help us to prioritize you in our life. Uh, Father, we ask that you would help our church and the kids club program, that uh, we would be able to uh, reach people in our community. Uh, bring them into an awareness of who you are and how good you are. Father, we ask that you would bless the, the monies that are distributed uh, to this church and for this church and through this church, uh, that uh, your work would be done. And right now, Father, we thank you for a time of fellowship and a meal that we get to share together. And we ask that you will bless all of that. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.